0: Different. This is something new that we're, we're, we're bringing on board. Uh, essentially, like with with Bridge the Gap, of course, has been mostly you know, Boston, you know, centric artists, Boston-centric conversations. But as a way of just connecting what, what's going on and just keeping with with the pulse of what's happening with other creatives who you know play a variety of roles in the city and beyond. You know, and covering national subjects that really do hit home. I wanted to start this little series where I bring in, you know, other people just talk about the the, the happenings and and the, and the times. So, my first guest is Mister Mister Brendan McGurk. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for uh, for coming out. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So. First thing you're gonna, first You're I mean, going to regret this you're, <laughs> well, you're definitely going to regret this we'll, we'll, we'll still see how it goes <laughs> But uh, yeah, just for Quickly just to You know, introduce yourself I know you definitely Have written for For the Metro and the Herald And cover a lot of Important, important Boston stuff I mean definitely With the, with the pull-up series Brennan's been an instrumental Part of part of that But yeah, just kind of a Brief introduction for people Yeah, my
1: name's Brennan McGurk uh, I write sometimes uh, I worked at the Herald For a long time uh, I've done a lot of stuff with the Metro I do stuff for the Dig And with Band, uh, Boston Institute For Nonprofit Journalism uh, and
0: I go on Twitter and I yell about Kanye a lot, yes, yes, and this is the precise reason why you're here today because I mean in all these different circles, I mean over the years against no people, you are for sure in terms of Kanye it's like i like i, I see what I, I want to see what, what Brandon has to say. It's definitely a, a source of information I'd say for, for me like for me in, in the weekend is is mm-hmm. is to you and the Kanye and yeah. I definitely appreciate those things because it can be hard sometimes to balance, like, the genuine, you know, the, the past fandoms while also be able to, kind of, think critically and just, you know, intake and, and observe and, and just see what see what's going on. So, really, the first question I want to ask, because I don't even, like, this is something I, I have no idea, is really your, like, your main history as beco- like, becoming, like, a Kanye fan, really the oranges behind that and the early moments in terms of, you know, how you kind of first got started, like, just loving his music. Sure. So, you know, I'm, like,
1: I am, like, patient, not, I don't want to say patient zero, but i I think a lot about how artists uh, cultivate fan bases and how much of that is, like, flattering sensibilities. And Kanye from The Jump flattered my sensibilities a lot, right? I'm 33. I'm from Concord. I'm from the suburbs of Boston, you know. I, uh, I, I, you know, I wouldn't say, like, grew up a hip-hop fan. I grew really love hip-hop. I mean, I had the seven minutes to, si- you know, sound like Eric B. and Rakim, you know, thing. Like, that was a thing that, that was, like, a song I loved that had all these things about hip-hop. But I wasn't, like, you know, I wasn't, uh... It wasn't my, you know, I was listening to fucking, you know... Smashing pumpkins and shit, and when I was growing up, right when you like have the, when those things are so much your identity yeah. of like a wide what you're about, a wide, right? wide range, right? So that you know, but basically, as I was in college, you know, like it's like the height of music sharing time. You know, I was really into Wyclef and Eminem and shit. You know, gotcha. I, I, and like the Fugees and stuff. And then it became like you're on the internet and you're getting and you're devouring everything, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things you devour then is like backpack rap. You know, you co- you totally fall in love with Quali. You know, Quali, my fellow Libra. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Black Star stuff. And then as I was really getting into that. That, you know, as into really digging that aesthetic, and like I liked at that point. I mean, hip hop was so big. I mean, like I would say all that, I say all that stuff about you know what my genres I loved as a kid, right? But at the same time, like you know, when Ja Rule took over the world, I was there loving every goddamn second of it. And
0: you know? he was trying to come back a little bit. <laughs> <He was laughs> yeah, recently, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. A, yeah we'll get no, to that later.
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway, not to be the most meandering thing, but you know, when Kanye, when College Dropout came out, you know, and off. Off the black Al- you know, off his production on the black album, which the black album was like the first Jay Z album I cared about because it was the first time that I felt like I heard I heard him talking about things that felt substantive to there or at least relatable, you know, to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dropout comes out, and it's marrying these aesthetics that I that were so much a part of the world and part of my world at that time. And I was like, I just got really into that, and I was like a freshman, probably sophomore in college. So this is why I say like, this like my age and everything, where it's like, no, I. Kanye's music kind of found me and kind of became, you know, and sort of became, it was, again, I say that flattery thing, it was reflective. It was, it, you know, we are from different worlds. We have different things. I don't, you know, I, I was listening to as much Mob Deep as him probably in the 90s. But, like, it felt, you know, it felt like music that, that um, was as mine as anything else. You know, it felt I could have as much of a... a Thing for as anything, and then you know from there it was like then you know then I really dug dude. Late Reg comes out, and with the you know, and he comes to UMass. You know, he tours, and I mean, he's at UMass, and he comes with this string full of women playing, you know, in white dresses with a whole like orchestra. And it was like the most mind blowing thing I'd ever seen. And you know, go in the glow in the dark tour, and like you know, I'm just living, you know, and you're kind of the big. I mean, I'm a U2 fan, you know. The idea of taking hip hop to the arenas was basically everything that he did. I was kind, you know, it was. As I was getting older and doing my own stuff, it was kind of like keeping pace with it. And then all of a sudden you kind of turn around and you're like, oh, I guess this is the guy that I've seen the most times live. I, you know, feel the most feelings when I listen to his shit. I stand, you know, I was like, I mean, you know. As a, as a uh, loudmouthed dude Who's very certain he's right You know uh, When George Bush doesn't care about black people It drops And again I was a senior and You know in college or whatever And it drops It's like a bar But I mean it's, it was What's a, more of a bar than a bar. You know That's a than bar that? Then I was like I fucking always knew I was right about this guy And I'm gonna be this dude forever When Taylor happens I'm like Listen I went to high school with Taylor You know what I mean Like I went to high school With a lot of Taylors And you know what She'll be fine You know Like yeah. better to listen To what Kanye's saying on this Than you know Then act like this is the end of the world, and you know. And anyway, so I think I've always, I think that you know, somewhere along the line, I got really uh, good at co-branding myself with Kanye, Mm -hmm. and became, you know, you say like, oh, you know, I I know you to be a Kanye fan, and it's like there's no coincidence there, right? I'm not shy, you know, I, I, you know, whatever, who's shy, but it's like I. I like totems. I, I, I like things that, you know, I'm a comic book guy. I like the Muppets. I like Star... I like things that have, like, strong iconography that I can kind of, like, latch on to and relate through, you know, relate through. And nobody, with the exception of Beyonce, nobody is better at conveying ideas in that way, you know, in that way across... And I don't just mean in music, but I mean, like, selling a concept, you know? I think that uh, he's... You know, it's genius. It's a thing. If I say If I say he's a genius, and then it's like, well you know what about all what about all these um what about all the what about all the source codes you know of how product comes out and how this thing and does that does that corrupt it? and i would say all i would say is look you know we can know a lot of things about how sausage gets made and we can learn and we can that can affect how we look at things but all i would say is that that dude to me nobody's better at using the can, the, the scope of the canvas of pop than you know and of cu- culture and the internet and all these things. Nobody has more, um, you know. Nobody has a better handle on the scope and how to use and what to do with it than that dude. And that's why I feel like, you know, is he the greatest performer? Like, is he a better dancer than anybody? No. Is he like coming up with all that set direction? No. Is he, are his shows the most impressive thing that I've seen? Well, the last show I saw was Beyonce, so it's hard to say right then. But he's every still, he, time I see still, him, he, he's still every, up there on that. Front every time though. I well, I'm just saying every time I see him, it's the new most impressive show I've ever seen. You right. know that I've seen, and so you know. He's he sets a lot of the standards of excellence to me that I uh, am not shy about appreciating or uh, championing. Not at all. I for an eleven answer, eleven minute answer.
0: But so, Brendan, <laughs> why Kanye? Well, it's funny you ask, Eric. <laughs> yeah, man. But one point that I mean uh, that definitely resonates with me as well is the fact that even early on, because once like the college dropout and late like, registration kind of hit, you even see from the jump thereafter every single album is a whole new experience and the way he reinvented himself, but also kind of stuck to his core strengths is something that would really impress me. I saw, uh, the the team, Kanye daily guys, they had like a Mm -hmm. little thread where they had like a a little interview snippet for each album. And that was really just like fascinating to me just to see the space he was in. But, it was very everything that he was saying about each album was very clear headed, even to people who would just think, Oh, what is like what is he right. doing? Right. It's all very
1: well, well you know, well thought out and I mean and I think that, you know, it's What that kind of gets to, right, is, you know, whenever you love something, like, again, I'm a comic book guy, so whenever you grew up being a comic book fan, people would say, oh, well, so who's your favorite superhero? And Mm -hmm. it's like, I could tell you the answer, but that's not really going to answer your question. Right. You know, like, that's not going to tell you what my favorite comic is. That's not going to tell you where my favorite thing comes from or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing about, you know, every time there's an album rollout, Right. Complex, and everybody does, you know, get, gets on, you know, Up Rocks, whatever, gets on the, uh, on the, who's, let's rank the albums, you know what I mean, Always. like, let's do all the things, Always. and you know, my favorite thing about Kanye Records, it's like Tom Brady quote, my fucking favorite one's the next one, you know what I mean, like, because you can make a, because I, for me, you know, have I had the same resonance with each of them at every time? Uh... You know, no. I mean, even *Cruel Summer*, I kind of go for. It. You know, I kind of go hard for. It. But I would say, like, they've all get they all get listened to in pretty equal amount. Like, mm-hmm. if you ask me what the best one is, I would be like, oh, well, you know, *Dark Fantasy* is the one that I think scores the highest. You know, that's the highest points per game. *Late Registration* was the one that I was like probably most, you know, I listened to and driving around in college the most, and I'll have that, you know, preciousness to me. Yep. But they're all, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, they all have their own not rem- for nothing, but yeah. you know, yet all of a sudden. I might have a new favorite Kanye record, you know? Like you They, all, know, it, they all have their own merit. It happens fast. They sure. all have their
0: own merit, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, so then, like, fast-forwarding for, to now, the past few months, has just been, of course, a, a whirlwind. And- brutal! <laughs> Eric, they've been brutal! I know, so we're going to get to the brutal stuff right now, yeah, man. Sure. So, of course... All the social media activity, you know, or, or was, when he first came back to Twitter, it was like every, everyone was all pro Kanye because all these, you know, the, the, the initial kind of creative empowerment, and the yeah. creative empowerment. And, and then the free thinking in that respect was, you know, it hit people with people well initially. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, you know, we get to the Donald Trump. As soon as they the, the, Trump, the Trump and then the hat and the slavery, all the things. Oh, my God. It's it just, of course, you know, no one here needs to know how much, like, controversy that stirred up on, online. <laughs> Nobody doesn't know, yeah. This, everyone, a, literally, everyone knows. Which is, again, like— The people across the street probably know. Right, like, but that's, to yeah. me,
1: not to cut you off, but that's kind of, you know, it's certainly a part of his, um, I don't want to say aesthetic, but, like, his form is that— he lights up the whole machine, right? Like some people, you light up a thing and you get a great pattern, you know, you get what and some, you know, when Kanye is ready to, then the whole machine, you know, then the whole... The whole uh, thing glows, you know, yep. but
0: anyway. But yeah, so then with all that stuff going on, what I'm more curious about is the fact that, okay, there's... You had your segment of of, of Kanye fans who are, you know, of course they have a an love and appreciation for the music, but really, I mean, as we've seen, a, a, a kind of a pop Not popular, but I think that goes on a lot, especially on, on Twitter and whatnot. It's just this idea of kind of, like, fake outrage, right? People just kind of just get mad, and they, they say the, the right things to kind of go against something bad that's happening mm-hmm. but in reality they don't really care that much they're just saying it just for the sake of saying it, it's, it exactly so for someone like yourself I was just curious when all that was going on you know people were saying like boycott this like you know all this stuff is going on like that but it became a huge consensus mm-hmm. and even the people who would want to defend them weren't that, that those people oh, yeah. who were trying to be vocal that that didn't really stand out amongst the pack so I was just curious in terms of like with with that emotional attachment as, there. Be,
1: as being one of the few and yeah the, one of the, yeah like yeah. how to
0: like How do you, how do you, like, how how does someone kind of handle
1: that? Well, the first thing I would say is, it was, it's a fucking bummer, you know? It's, it's, uh, you know, um, it was not, it's not, I mean, on the one hand, on the one hand, me following somebody does not make me deserve anything from them. Me, you know, feeling a resonance with somebody's work and having, finding catharsis in it and, having an appreciation for it and having a relationship with how that's uh, sort of um, decorated my life, you know, and my, like, basically my adulthood in some ways. You know, in some ways, we definitely have a evolving um, and unresolved dynamic with, you know, basically what we want, from what we expect from the creative people that give us content, you know, more or less, or, or anybody. Well, or just from anybody in the public eye. Look, I think that the most important part of our world right now is that we are I say this a lot cuz it sounds stupid but it's like we live in the wokest times and the most ignorant times right on the one hand more yeah, people have totally better one people more people have better language to talk about the power dynamics of the world and there's more um and there's more like critical thought going on and more like bleeding edge kind of things in ter- I mean I learn shit every day you know what I mean like obviously I mean I think it's obviously worth putting out here like we're two white dudes from, you know, suburban Massachusetts, That's like, correct, uh, yeah. you know, and I don't say that to avoid it. You know, I'm I grew up very lucky in, in ways to not uh, to, you know, feel a little have some knowledge, have some language beyond just like my circumstances right. or my region, you know, my area. Um, but I think that the most important thing of all this is that we have this val- this ability, you know, whether we're talking about Me Too or like brands fucking up. We have this ability to take uh, kind of agreed upon values and bring them to account up up the stream of power, right? I mean, you know, Hannibal Burris makes a joke about Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby goes to jail. You know, that's yeah. that's you know, and not because of nothing. Like that's you know, it kind it sets the fire that it sets the content minds. It sets the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's the most critical thing. And I think that um, you know, demanding responsibility from Power is really worthy. I also think that it's a under it's underdeveloped. I mean, I think in some ways we hit we're we're good at um, we're good at the uh, at catching the case you know catching cases. Our prosecution and our jury and our community service elements of it all are, I think, really underdeveloped. Yeah. Which is, I know this is all very rambling, but it's to say that like I don't really know what we want because you say that thing about performativeness. It's like you know, um. An artist can. What, what's the biggest? You know, when Louis C.K. goes down, right? Yeah. Biggest thing. The biggest thing about it. Well, no. Sorry. The biggest thing about it is that there. You know, is that damage happened to Victims, people yeah. and that their stories got out, and that that's and that and that they they sh- you know be able to move beyond it. The other thing about it is the way that it corrupted the work because. Louis C.K. was generally thought of, like, as a feminist comedian, you know, as there was feminist, well, he was always under critique, but he was engaging in, tr- in the transgressive thought with it all, right? Um, and it makes it, and it corrupts it when you feel like, oh, this person doesn't have, you know, this person is hiding it. Now, I would say, to anybody that makes transgressive art, you know, do we, is their subject matter, their editorial opinion, is, is the purpose of their work to advocate for these values, or to represent them and explore them and kind of stress test them. So to bring it back to Kanye, um, I thought it was a bummer that first I thought it was a bummer that somebody would be so reckless and ignorant, you know, and irresponsible with their uh, with their influence. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I felt like, you know, when he put on the hat, right, you know, and I had watched the uh, the rant, in, uh, the Sacramento rant in November after the election, right? Yep. Now, one thing that I think is worth saying, and again, I know how fucking blowhardy this all is, but, you know, the election was traumatic for every American. It, the election is a traumatic event in our life. You know, it's, you know, having been like a senior on September 11th, you know, like I yeah. was like, you know. It was, I would a, say it, was, that it was
0: a moment of like disbelief for a lot of people that never thought like that would actually happen.
1: Even people yeah. that were supporters, you know, I think that there was a thing where there was this weird, there was this psychic aftershock, right? Now I watched that. You know, I watched him give the rant. where He says I would have voted on. You know, I'd have voted on Trump. I'd have done this. And you know, I'm th- I'm sitting there being like, you know, I've been we've been to Kanye shows. We could be kind and kind, call Kanye shows diverse. You know, or we could. I mean, they are representative. They are a thing. But I would also say a lot of white audiences at Kanye shows. For not sure. a, not exclusively. And I wouldn't say that. I mean, I don't know if it's fifty or what. You know, like I don't think it's. I, I have no idea. You know, I I know that. Race and Kanye's career is a is one of the more interesting dynamics. I think I've always thought because he kind of doesn't, um, you know, rock. Ra- so on the you know, skipping around a little bit, but That's at fine. the Wyoming streaming, right? Chris yep. Rock introduces him. Chris Rock says the a- quote. Yep. He says this. Th- he says a thing that everybody. I, I kind of sometimes, and you were talking about this a little bit. Sometimes I'm surprised by what reads get tracked what what um interpretations of things become the common uh truth and that's really loaded and fraught right because as we talk about we're trying to figure out how to bring out all these bring all the best account to value and all these things but we're also by crowdsourcing it we are being like the mob you know the i don't want to say the mob because i don't want to dismiss you know uh righteousness right but i would say that you know most popular ideas are not always the best idea, you know. Are not always the best ideas. So anyway, Rock says in the thing, you know, hip hop, you know, the first uh, art form created by free black men. And everybody goes, oh, what about rock and roll? What about jazz? What about the blues? Like, what, what are you talking? You know, what are you yeah. talking about? There's more
0: so that uh, the second half of what he said. Well, hold, yeah, more. Well,
1: it's, well, yeah, sure. But I'm, but to set it up, right, yep. is that you know when people are like, and they're like, you know, what about you know? And I'm like, you know, I hear you, but is it is hip hop not the first art post civil rights? Uh, art form is that not kind of isn 't if civil rights has i mean given the weight of the civil rights movement doesn 't that mean that the reality for you know black Americans is different post that and therefore you know the music that comes out that snaps out of Harlem in the late 70s and everything you know, queens and everything you know like you know is a new thing, so to set that up and then when he says and nobody exercises freedom more than kanye West, I think that that 's such a big reveal on how People that are closest to the center uh, feel about not Kanye West, not Kanye Omari West, you know, social security number, or whatever, yep. quote unquote Kanye West, quote unquote the 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 um, character, the persona, the, the the performance of Kanye West right. is a behavior. You know, Ta-Nehisi Coates wrote a great feature, you know, in the Atlantic about uh, Kanye and white, you know, whiteness and his a white freedom that he was reading that he took it as and you know ta Coates at least was certainly has you know is a Kanye West guy his first year on Black Panther the major resounding theme of it is no one man should have all that power and they yep. say it a lot they you do you know so it's not matter. you know so it's not in a vacuum right and it's a harsh critique and it's a harsh critique of what approval that he feels that Kanye seeks I thought it was a really brilliant piece nobody there's no better writer than Coates um I also thought it was kind of unkind. I think that a lot of, you know, for me, and again, you know, you want to have your boundaries, right? Because it's like, I don't, there are a lot of things that I can't speak to. But, you know, I'm lucky to have a lot, to have, um, you know, enough ears and voices and people in my, you know, in worlds to feel like I'm not, you know, I I can be ignorant, but not uninformed, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Sunken Place Kanye, you know, the... The Kardashians ro- snatched his soul, Kanye. The, you know, even Kanye's a crazy schizo who's off his you know, rocker. That shit's so much about depriving a person of their agency. Now, maybe you do that out of kindness because you don't want to see, because you don't want to take the actions in front of you at face value. All I would say is that, like, aren't there other ways to... Analyze and think... I don't approve of everything Kanye does. I never have, you know... Well, I wouldn't say I never have. I would say I always think that there's a point to what he's doing. But I'm not like... I can't, you know, fucking... uh, Put it this way. I thought it was cool on the Isis tour that he wanted to take the Confederate flag and repurpose it. it. I wasn't going to bear that fucking shirt. But I thought it was a cool... I thought it was a cool... I mean cool you know like is it corrupted and can that pe- make people feel damaged and exposed yeah they can and that's i can't speak to you know and i can't speak to that but i can say you know i think it's i think that as a creative choice there is as much merit in that artistic chance to take as as any artist is afforded now you know in this commercial in this in this huge scope you know when their influence is in their money and their thing is so wide, their their response does their responsibility change? Well, I think that's what Chris Rock's talking about when he says Kanye exercises his freedom. I don't think that Kanye West doesn't have any accountability to what he's doing, to what he does in his you know public life and everything. But I don't think that he should have to hit his marks of respectability mm-hmm. to like have value as an artist now again i'm trying i want to qualify that in all the ways right i told my whole story about how i get here in it so there are totally boundaries that i can you know that when a person it feels betrayed by and they are past the point of no return and that i think i saw that you know i used to be in the business of defending i mean i guess i still am but of advocating Kanye, right, of right. saying, you know, on Jesus era, or whatever, you know, Jesus era, I'm like, you know, and he's given really aggressive interviews, and uh, on, on really, the on Zane, crass Zane, Zane, the, Zane, the Zane Lowe interview, you know? In particular. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, exactly, but like, you know, and he's talking about, uh, comer, you know, he's talking about materialism in a way that, you know, I thought it was hysterical and anybody that's... Cla- like, classism as well, for sure. Right, for sure, but he's like, I thought it was hysterical when anybody was like, yo, where is this, why is he leaning so hard into this materialism? What? I'm like, yo, did you listen to All Falls Now? Like, and does he and and does this artist engaging into his own relationship with materialism mean only that it advocates for it? Or is it engaged or is it the same way a comedian, you know, again, the same way that a misogynistic comedian might be engaged, might be trying to critic, might be seeking to critically engage that dark part of him. You know, is that is everything we talk about. On these things, are we just saying things at face value? Do we have to take everything at face value? What's what's to interpret? And not, you know, and that's what. So when Chris Rock said that at Wyoming, you know, at the Wyoming listening, I'm like, to me, that's a little bit of a tip of the hand of what's going on. You know, what the um in of where the space between intentionality and you know, we both write, we both are in the you know content. We are both slogging these content minds. You know, mm-hmm. we know how much signal, you know, there is and how much that, you know, and so it's like, so this idea that we all have to, like you said, you know, get to this place where we have, where we know, and look, again, our values are super important. Fuck Donald Trump, you Mm -hmm. know, like fuck Donald Trump and anybody that stands with Donald Trump. But, you know, when he put on, so when he put on the hat, Sorry, I'm, these are going to be two quick tangents. I promise. No worries. Sacram- so Sacramento, right? He said, you know I, this is because of what got me talking about race in Kanye. But it's like you know when he says there, you know he saying uh, Kanye certainly seems as though he might be a low information voter, or at least the public uh, comments of Kanye certainly betray, certainly indicate a person that has the that is not the you know it's not uh, on there on Twitter every day and you know getting the uh, you know following the Jake Tapper links, you know what I mean, Right. Or what have you. Um, But you know, I the sense I got from you know who here, so he asks a crowd of whatever it is twenty thousand people, you know, mostly, I mean the vast majority of which are going to be twenty five to forty year old males, you know that I mean there's you know, and again I do think that Kanye shows are. Somewhat uniquely multicultural, you know. I think that that's, you know, Beyonce shows her as well, and you know, Drake shows her as well. Rihanna shows... you know, like there's different, there are different flavors to all those, but his aesthetic certainly courts a cert, you know, certainly courts things a certain way. Basically, he's in Sacramento with a lot of white people, you know, who all who said who here voted on Donald Trump, and everybody says boo and no, none of, of none it. of them did. No, in that room, nobody did. Guys standing mm-hmm. on the free floating stage luck with the good, you know, with the whole clan of the good ones, you know, who, and I don't know you put me as, you know that guy in that situation I think I would have some su- suspicions about that, but I'd also have suspicions about what makes people What? why are people all clamoring towards this way, and basically it's like, if Kanye's whole deal is that he marries contradictory aesthetics, then I'm like, well is he a uh, is he... Wonder... I, I don't know. I think that he's like... I, I honestly thought when I watched that that it's like... Kanye kind of doesn't know what he's talking about, but he also knows that people... That there's a reason that this message is resonant because he understands how Signal works. And when he put on the hat, you know, I thought of, at first, you know, you're disappointed, you're hurt that you you know that, that happened. Just like actually Van... Uh, was it... Not Van Jones. Uh, the, the, the TMZ dude. You know, right, right, right. Where he brings them all to account. You know, and that... At first... I mean, and again, I don't have that dude's perspective and, you know, everything, but I would just say, at first there's that, but then the next place that my mind went to was in my own life, you know, those text messages that went out to those Fox News loving cousins and uncles right after the, you know, right after the election, right, when the knives were out, the knives were fully, you know, and it's like, you know, uh, it's telling them how they just supported the emperor, you know, and is taking the in his takeover of the Galactic Senate into the empire. (laughs) And, but I thought about that and it's like, I thought about how I thought about the cruelty that came out of me at those times. And I think, and I was like, well, I can tell that story any, which way I want. I can say, you know, my values are important to me. My sphere of influence is only whatever my sphere of influence is. And I need to advance that as best I can. Now I could write the story that way for myself. Right. But that's not when I really think about it critically. That's not what I was doing. What I was, what I really wanted to do is I was hurt and I wanted him to be hurt, And I wanted somebody else to be hurt too. And the reason I get, you know, I can tell because of my actions. If what I wanted to do was make an ignorant person less ignorant, then I would have handled it differently. Then I would engage differently. And that's what I thought, you know, I, that's kind of where I went through on him putting on the hat, where it's like, you know, is Kanye saying, like, fuck immigrants? And fuck, is that what he's saying? Or is he saying, like, you know, I mean, look, we have this, we have a huge problem in our world right now where we are, uh, on the one hand, the light's winning. On the other hand, we're not... I mean, in terms of values and public, you know, in the public forum. On the other hand, we have we don't have the white blood cells really culturally to kind of deal with some of this shit. And the other and then we also are having this, you know, these people that are convinced that they are oppressed, like, you know, I mean, non marginalized people that have convinced themselves that they, you know, that they are marginalized in this way. And it seems as though we on the side of the light don't have a better solution yet than to want to excise them. And I don't think that's going to work. I don't think that that's going to help us. And I don't think that's going to help us. And I felt as though the artist that I have followed so closely in his, you know, and again, not just as his celebrity, but as a person. The reason I support Kanye is because of the feelings that his music makes me feel. The feelings that I get from that, and they are not uh, the literal value on the page. They are, they are a step. They are not. It's like you know. Sometimes I feel like the way we talk. This stuff is like it's like uh, taking Quentin Tarantino lines of dialogue in a movie Mm -hmm. and having those be like what the values of the movie are, you know. And it's like, well, are these are the lines of you know Django Unchained like are those about are the lines delivered even by Quentin Tarantino in that movie like his artistic statement or is the or is the global part of it, right? Yay versus the people comes out, and it's like, you know, the most interesting part of that song with TI is. Is what it has in common with so many Kanye songs, where he's the bad guy of that song, For sure. which is a common theme in his songs. In fact, that's what they're all about. What's the biggest difference between Kanye and Trump? Yeah, they have they're narcissists. They have this. They are self obsessed. Anybody that's not self obsessed in 2018, when we're all broadcast signal, is not, I mean, well, he's either really well adjusted, congratulations <laughs> to you, or full of shit. You True. know, because it's it's a part of our world, and I think that I, I it bums me out when people are like, "Oh, it's the same." It's like. Well, clearly you're not listening because this dude's, I mean, and fair enough, you don't need to. You don't have responsibility to. It's fine. I can have the music and have it be from, you know, I don't need, this is what I mean about, I used to be like, no, everybody needs to get it with him. Everybody needs to get, and look, I still would love to. I love Kanye West music because Kanye West music makes me feel less misunderstood. That seem. I think that that's what he does. I think that that's what he's, I think that that's the, uh, backdrop to all his music is trying to reconcile those kind of internal feelings that people have, you know? Right. And, you know, when he leaned into the devil's fucking mouth, I'm like, I'm not, I mean, I'm disappointed, but then I'm like, well, why? You know? And everybody's like, oh, cause this is his truth. This is, this, he's telling us, he's telling us exactly who he is. Or they're saying, you know, or it's just promo and he's doing this to sell records. I'm like, well, those are two very real reads. The other is that what if, Like, people always hate on Bono, right? Because Bono, like, is one of those rock stars that, like, actually tries to save the world, you know, and is a God complex or whatever. But, like, he's kind of trying to. Now, that's fair enough. We could say, look at that, you know, like, feeding his ego. But on the other hand, it's like that guy does have that much influence. So, you know, trying, so using it to try to some ends is not worth nothing. You know, what do I think about why, what do I think about Kanye putting on the hat? You know, I thought it was ignorant, irresponsible, it sucked. You know, I don't know why. I, I, not I don't know why, but why, but what do I think about it? I don't think it was about uh, fucking with Donald Trump. Yeah. I think it was about trying to find a way to bring salvation to the fact that we have, you know, look, I do think that there is right and wrong in this, but I think we gotta save the wrong too. Yeah. You know, and I think that the only way you're gonna get that is through engagement. And he might not be the most, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he might not have the best language for it, mm-hmm. but. You know he that I think that that's what he was trying to do. I think that that was
0: part of what he was trying to do. Yeah, to me. No, that's what it's. Yeah, worth. yeah, that's fair. But I, yeah, and that's that's definitely where I, I see it too. Because as you said earlier, it's like Kanye would be. It's fair to say that Kane would be viewed as like a low information voter. I don't think that him. Of course, I mean I agree with you that the fact that I don't agree with his choices and the responsibility behind it and not understanding like the actual ramifications is one thing, but. From my for my view, the way I saw it is the fact that, again, Kanye's always been someone that refuses to be put into a box. And he always he, He's always prepared to do things that people like, don't want him to do and what they don't expect, all those things. And I think what he saw in Trump isn't really any of the political ideals. No. It's the fact that this person, you look at him 15, 20 years ago, and he became president, right. which is like it would be implausible to so many people. And I think that's what Kanye respected out of
1: it. I do, too. And I also yeah. think that, like—and I also think that— um, you know, as a you know, he's a, ultimately he's a communications guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that you know, ask Trump, Trump supporters don't think that they support Trump because he's because they're racist. That's not how people feel about them. That's not how people look at themselves, right? What they respond to is the idea that. In his transgressiveness, he is saying something authentically that they are not performing. What does what does PC mean? Like, what does it be, mean to be politically correct? What it means to be politically correct is to feel like you're being pressured to behave in a way that is not incorporated into your values. So it's like, you know, so that's why, you know, people don't want to, you know, not use language that they don't want to use, that they feel like they should be entitled to use because— they don't actually have compassion for why they shouldn't use it. So that's why they have that tension, you know, that tension and resentment. And I think that, you know, that's why, like, again, at the Sacramento thing, it's like he clearly only watched the debate, you know. He'd watched one of the debates where he was interrupting her and kind of talking where he's interrupting Hillary and talking basically, like, through the machine. And I think that was probably, you know, I think that's something that Kanye is, yeah, admires because I think that he doesn't, you know, he he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to color in the lines, mm. you know. So it's un- it's just unfortunate that he would. Um, I mean, it's f- again to what I said. He doesn't owe me as a fan. I-, I don't need to be. W- he doesn't need to worry about me and what he does. I think it's a- I think it's sad that he- the method could cost him so many. Uh, could cost him the ears. Not. I mean, again, it's sad. it's not sad for Kanye. It's sad that like so many people will have so much hostility in that direction going forward because they've been wounded by that person's behavior. But I do think that, like, you know, again, you know, again, okay, so 400 years, right? You know, what is, what is? is—how do you defend such an irresponsible thing? It's like, well, I don't know. I don't know if Kyrie Irving thinks the world is flat or if he don't watch his bad YouTubes. I don't know if—I Kanye. I mean, I don't think that those are Kanye's bars. I think that's a quotation. But what was—is the purpose of that that he— is really the damage that that guy has given cover to racists to be more racist. Are we actually moving the dial on people in that way? Or as he says on the album, is he just saying it to see what happens when he says it because who suffers the most? Kanye, who suffers the most when he does some shit like that? Kanye West. The other like when he put Okay, so um, when um, when Lift Yourself comes out, right? You know, of course, I'm like wherever I am, I drop everything I'm doing, go to iTunes. Have to, I mean, do, I, I'm mad that I have to listen, but I have to listen. You know, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a lot of texts about it, one way or the other. I've done so much, such a strong co-branding campaign for these last fifteen <laughs> years. I'm gonna get a lot of uh, heat from uh, around it. Yep. And then he comes with the scoop, de poop. And I, my first thought of was the the VMAs. You know, when they gave him twenty minutes to do whatever he wanted, and he gave you know a Kanye rant. And look, I love Kanye and Rance, you know, at shows, you know. I love, I mean, again, self-indulgence in that way is something that I really admire because you're actually putting something on the line. You're daring people, you know, you're daring people to stop paying attention. When you have, when, and that's the, that's the best thing to do when you have, you know, when you have it. I thought about that because I was like, yo, you know how much, like, you know, Kanye West has never had a boring SNL performance. He's never had a boring live performance. He had 20 minutes to do whatever he wanted at the VMAs. As his big fan, I'm like, yo, this guy could, like, go set a new standard. And, and instead, he taught, you know, and what's cool, he said some things that I thought were cool. Like, hey, I'm actually a nice person. Hey, you know, your perception of me is different from your thing of me. And then he said, I'm going to run for president. I'm like, bro, if don't you know that the people that suffer most from this are the people that stand for you the hardest? And, like, the ones that, the ones that most want to see you win or just, like, you do—not even win. I don't care about— I don't need Kanye West to win. I just know that that show could have been really better, you know? Right. When he came out with the scoop Poop bars, I'm like, yo, bro, nobody is more, like, you think you're playing the joke on everybody that's mad at you, but you're playing the joke on me who fucking loves you, who loves you still, you know what I mean? Who loves, like, you know, who's, you know, I mean, I don't need to, for- I- do I need to reconcile, do I need to, you know, just to, to skip to Wyoming and yay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do I need to perform the act of boycotting Kanye to what? Teach Kanye a lesson? To be on the side of angels? To uh, be perceived as on the side of angels? To make people feel supported? I mean, do people need to feel supported? I don't know. Is Kanye West really a guy that's hurting people or is he a guy that's saying shit? We are all out here, all broadcasters and we're all mitigating our like social... We're all like we all have a social capital, right? No matter what it is, we're, we, you know, so our buddy, right, this, you know, uh, Dart Adams, right? Mm -hmm. Dart, who's, you know, basically town's greatest historian and one of my, you know, best, like, you know, uh, hip-hop historian, but also cultural historian, Boston cultural historian, and just smart-ass dude that knows, you know, that knows a lot about a lot of different industries and things. Sure. He's, he's I would, would, if we were being marketing, I would call Dart a thought leader, right? He's got a shirt that I love that's, that's that, uh, don't trust capitalists that make art. Yeah, <laughs> That's a great shirt, you know, and it's true. But to me, where that is, is it's like, you know, a capitalist is somebody that's hoarding their capital, you know, that's like, that's trying, you know, that their end game is their escalation. An artist is somebody that takes, you know, that earns capital and does, and then expends it and expends it in a way, you know, in a way that's, that has purpose. And I, I don't know, I just don't yet believe, I've never been one who believed that, you know, the common idea of Kanye West as just a, a champion of Kanye West is the ultimate end goal of his work. I think that he's a dude that's like, I think he's building a lot of cover for a lot of people to kind of feel better. You right. know, and, and through through what he does, right? Like, what does he say? You know, he always says, if you're a big Kanye West fan, you're a big fan of yourself. I think Kanye West is a incredibly insecure human who engages in his insecurity that's why he's not donald trump because he you know because he actually makes work about these things instead of just not you know instead of being a person that is not receiving any signal from anything how could it per- isn't it funny that the person that calls himself you know that i am a god the biggest narcissist and all that isn't it funny that what he does best is collaborate isn't it interesting that the thing that he is most Successful at is marrying aesthetics and take you know and taking contradictory things and re- turning them into a new uh, norm you know a new baseline right did Kanye West invent any of the Kanye West sounds I don't know I think that Chipmunk Soul you know I think Chipmunk Soul might have existed before you know before uh, Blueprint you know but not the way he did it you know and not or not to the degree that he did it and not to you know do you have to invent something you know he's i think he put out that on a tweet right like you know innovation innovation is a kind you know isn't it it's almost a generous kind of an invention because it sets a new thing it's more you know there's that much more wake for everybody to follow in so right you know drake and j cole by the way <laughs> yeah I have a very specific fuck Drake. And that fuck Drake is... Fuck Drake for taking Kanye off nice for what? Because... Who do you think invented sampling Lauren Lauryn Hill songs on the hooks? You know what I mean? Like, there it is. fuck out of here, Drake. Like, fuck out of here. Also... Rocky hit it first. I don't know. Who's to say? But, yeah, this anyway. Is, you
0: know, a lot, a lot that's of- all... Look, I was just a quick... You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. This is this is the forum, man. Type 12. This, this is the forum for it. But, uh... Yeah, I think that definitely... Just picking back off that a little bit, Is the fact that what's I think a, a thing about Yay in terms of the album, kind of getting closer to the mm-hmm. album, is of course. Well, beforehand we have like the, the Drake stuff, and we have of course Pusha T. Push which Daytona, I mean, incredible, incredible. (laughs) Those beats snap. Yeah, Kanye, that's the best production I've heard from Kanye in a long time. And you could just tell how focused... He's familiar. He he loves, because the fact, like, people don't realize how much Kanye, like, loves, like, the clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he's never going to do any wrong by that, man. He literally, like... Took all Pusher's work. He's like, you know what? Like, I, we can just do this better. Went to the soul, the soul chopping samples, minimal but hard hitting. I it think gave around Shark Fantasy. Sorry. It, it gave Pusha just the perfect form to, to express himself. And when, I think leading up to that, it's like that kind of got people's ear. Of course, yep. it's like, oh wow, like Kanye's really on this right now. Sure, and in the pocket, and exactly. And then all, with all the all the stuff that he was putting out there into, into the universe, I think. Of course, I mean, we're, we're like let's get let get to the music right now. I think in terms of even though on Yay, I don't think the the lyricism and the songwriting per se is, is exact. Maybe the exact like the, the you know it's not the best, it's not the, it's not the strong suit of the album, mm-hmm. but to me personally, well, you mean like bars. Yeah, sure. but I think what he did is that we saw even this with a little bit with Pablo, kind of like the real-time moments, like letting things happen and just putting it, creating yeah. and then just putting it out there. I think that was, was huge in this album. Because you hear him talking about things that have just been happening in the past two, three weeks. I think it's his most honest album is that, maybe since
1: Dropout. I mean, yeah.
0: you know, or Late Reg. Like, it's, I, think it's, yeah. I
1: think that there is less performance in that album. Like, there's less... Um, you know I mean a lot of the things that people critiqued about the previous works aren't there, right I mean I think that I'm not saying that there are no misogynistic tones to it, but I think it's not but th- there that's there's no work in which that's the end game and the way it was of like say feedback or something mm-hmm. um freestyle for whatever um but you know, yeah man, and I think that when he hits those when he hits segments of that album, look, I think that. You know, obviously a lot of the lyrics were written, had to have been written within the last couple of months, mm-hmm. but I don't even, think the, Even m- earlier. Yeah, no, yeah, weeks. few weeks. But like, and which is funny, right? Because it's actually sounds, they sound on the album much tighter than even like Yeezus, right? Where like Yeezus was supposed to have sort of some of the looseness. I think that there was, I mean, I think that Yeezus was also written over a good period of time, but I think that it was meant to sound frantic. I mean, I think, yes. again, you think about Kanye West's performance in The Public Eye at that time, there was a lot of franticness, there was a lot of, aggra- you know, there was a lot fr- of aggression. Frustrations, for you know? sure, and again, yeah. I think that that was part of it. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna we're gonna get to the dark. You know, the intellectual dark web on this. I don't know how many people know about like the denim tears and the whole idea of the like. You know, the idea of whatever it is, like the wolf, and the, you know the this idea that there was an art installment project, sort of like when you know, sort of like when the famous video came out. And at first you see the video and it's like, this video is so weird and porny and like there's mannequins and I don't, or they're real. It's not clear. And then eventually, you know, and it resolves in that, you know, in that really, I would still say iconic image. And then, you know, that's cool unto itself. But then you see what he's sampling there right you see what he the, the piece of art that he's sampling after mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the concept the concept is totally you know to me like flips in it you know in a fl- different way right. i don't know you know at the time when i first saw that twitter thread or whatever of you know is this all a long con is this a game is it what is, what is the point of this you know when i first saw that i was like i don't i don't know if this is true or if i need it to be true you know what i mean like i don't know if my brain needs that to be the case Um, you know, and then he tweets like the Andy Kaufman images and the, you know, and the this and that. And it's like, you know, and again, whenever I would talk about Kanye back in the day, I would always compare him with with Justin Timberlake. And I would say, cause you know, and I would say, you know, what do you think about Justin Timberlake? Like, yeah, he's great. He's like super likable. He's good at shit. I'm like, why is he likable? Right? He, cause he knows to go play grab ass with Jimmy Kimmel on the thing. And he knows if he does that and bats his eyes on SNL, like you're going to be on the team. Does that, is that real? Like, is that, you know, is that now? You know, and is now because the tone shifts around him is Justin Timberlake, you know, all of a sudden, you know, a emblem of white supremacy because, you know, Michael Jackson didn't want the album that Pharrell wrote for him. So he took it instead. Like, is that, you know, like it, these, these things are so transferable, but, you know, is Kanye West not a likable, I guess, I guess I would say it's fair for people that are like, he's not a likable celebrity, but I would say, yeah, but, you know, then he makes these albums and they're about, Wanting to be liked, but not but being unlikable. Wanting to you about courting about wanting approval without courting it. You know, I think that's what Rock is saying when he's like the most free. You know, like nobody exercises freedom more. I mean, I think you know there's there's something to that there. Yeah. When I listened to the album, you know, I thought that he was, I thought he was putting to bed part of the Kanye West story, which was basically the that space between cruel You know, the cruel summer. Yeezus and Pablo not just like the music but like the the ver- that version of Kanye West for something that's a little bit uh, it's sound in a different way it's like more the structural integrity is a little stronger mm-hmm. and you know it's I mean I don't think his
0: work is ever not honest to me but I think that it's like a uh, yeah to me it's like the most accurate reflection of where he is right now sure. is, as as both an artist and a person that's how I feel about it I mean of course, it's it's all kind of more instant reactions. I mean, to me, right now, it's hard for me to stack this up in terms of like you know for an order, order the body's work, which is mm-hmm. kind of arbitrary in the first place, considering what, who Hukane is, is. Right. But to me, of course, like, right now it will be more at, at the lower level. But I mean, the things you got to point at is of course like the like the production in terms of. Like, oh, yeah. Of course, kind of keep it with that, like, that That minimal but soulful side of things, which was really well done. The sampling, of course, we have like, Slick Rick. We have a million great, great samples. That Slick Rick sample is also, I think, like, it's that's,
1: I mean, if there's any tip hand about the Kaufman performance thing, it's the way that he uses that sample but go ahead.
0: Yeah, definitely true. The feet, like, you all spoke on this earlier the way he collaborates, the features, mixing all these different foot from like the Charlie Wilson's, the Kid Cuddies, Volley's, Jeremiah. Like, there's countless names on there, 070 Shake. But the way he just puts them all together is. Just like, I mean, har- harmony, like harmonious excellence, right? It's just the, they all the way those those, those vocals are, are layered together is really impressive to me. But really, again, right now, I know it's easier for people to be like, oh yeah, he's like. It, the, overall, the first contestus hasn't been great. Yeah, but fuck, that's, them, that's like, why it's to you. It's that's why, why I want to hear the, what, the what, your, is, what your point of view yeah. is. Yeah. Oh well,
1: I think that um, I thought about killing you.
0: Might be my favorite Kanye West song now. Uh, I think Ghost yeah. Town is like and that was one of the things that even inspired, inspired me because I've always been thinking about kind of starting this this whole idea of talking more about, about more national artists. But when you had like your like your Instagram story sure. about that, it was like you broke down the intro like layer by layer in terms of who he's really talking about and shedding public perception and, and, and things of that nature. Yeah, I think which I really thought was pretty interesting. Thanks, man. Yeah.
1: I, I I really thought uh, I thought that first song was you know. I think, in the most broad terms, it's it's like the sequel to Runaway, yeah. uh, Runaway, which was felt like a sequel to Streetlights to me. You know, which are, pro- you know, when that when that bracket came around, that went around of the uh, you know Kanye the Kanye West March Madness bracket. Mm-hmm. Those were my two finalists. You know, which you know is it's like on the one hand very predictable, on the other hand, you know, Streetlights is kind of like, you know, one of the more beautiful songs in this catalog to me. Um, And uh, so I'm saying, you know, that again, that idea of audience flattery, it's speaking to the version. It's speaking to the things that I like to see. Um, You know, yeah, I thought that I think that that song is about killing that his that's about his desire to misbehave in public to see how much he can lose because he doesn't because anybody that's it seems, you know, in the person that, you know, either knows creative people or observes, you know, or has observed. I mean, I would say like you know, I've written about music, I write about comics, I write about, you know, arts and culture and other stuff, and, you know, whatever, different cultural things, but I'm always interested, what I'm interested in is, you know, like, Jim Henson was the first hero for me. Like, Jim Henson and Michael Jackson, those guys are like, you know, what are they doing? They're trying to be creative and they're trying to build this scaffolding that is, you know, that uh, creates space for people to be together. And I listen to, you know, so when I listen to that song, I think that song is about, you know, it's seeking relief, but it's also saying, hey, I want to drive hey audiences, I want to drive you away. My instinct is to is to throw my fingers up to you because I don't trust you loving me because I don't even trust me loving me some of the times. And I love me as much as I love anything, you yeah. know? And it's like to me, I mean, you know, I as I said in the thing, like, you know, I was sitting there like everybody else in the world, you know, I just finished watching the most brutal ending of a finals game because I'm a big Celtics fan, but I love LeBron because I'm 33. We're the same age, you know, and like <laughs> LeBron, like I mean, you know, lo- Jarrar Smith, man. yeah. J. No, Smith. Hard to be <laughs> humble when you stand on the jumbotron. You know what I mean? Like nobody's. I I I, I used to do a thing, you know, in the back in the good old H- the House of Con days of the Obama administration. I would just be like, you know, what do LeBron James? Uh, Barack Obama and Kanye West all have in common and you know people you know take the bait right and they're like I don't know they're all like famous black dudes and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like no they're the most ex- it's, a, it's a pretty weak answer but... <laughs> well yeah but it's yeah but people are weak you know what I mean you know that that's a, that's not what they exactly but you know there that, there would be some iteration of that that's reductive yeah. but there would be I and I would you. say and what I would, but what I would say is to me I was like those are the, perhaps the three most successful people in their field of all time and they are the most hated in their field of all time. Each of them. And that's a product of the times. And that's a product of all the, you know, this of the time, you know, again, I worked at the at the Boston Herald a long time. Um, and, you know, I'm a good liberal from Massachusetts. I'm a yeah. good neoliberal, you know, which not, which useless. Is not, which is not the Herald. <laughs> which no, is not the Herald. no, it's a different aesthetic, right? The Herald is like the po- New York Post or whatever. It's a, yeah. But it was, you know, I actually worked there. I started the month before the uh, Obama, the first, Ob- you know, the Ob- Obama's 08 election. And, um. You know, the thing you forget is Massachusetts is like a bastion of liberalism, but, you know, which means that Barack Obama won the state by a lot. But in 2008, like he got one point five million votes and John McCain still got one million votes. Like there's still a lot of people, you know, like there's still a lot of uh, people on the other side of that, you know, on the other side of that. And I, you know, I just. uh, Yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah. So I was. Wa- so anyway, yeah, whatever. That was just a diatribe about why LeBron's great. But anyway, I'm watching the finals. You know, the finals ends. LeBron gets robbed. You know, I mean, Jr. Sure, but he gets robbed. Anyway, and then you know, watching the uh, the, the stream, right? The Wyoming stream. Yep. Yeah. I got it crackling the whole time. I thought that you know, and you, you know, you might be, I, I, you know, when he started doing that stream. I mean, obviously, it was sort of similar to. The, it was a. It was definitely sequel like to the Madison Square Garden. Po- po- yeah, po- different but of course. It was also, environment, yeah. it was also. Familiar to me, it was also kind of evoking, especially because they had such a long track on it. It was kind of like the um, when uh, when Endless came out, when Frank Ocean put out Endless. You know, true, I was like, true. oh, there's sort of a, there's there's something of a similarity here of the withholding and everything. Anyway, you know, they go through it, and you know. Um, I think Howard Bryant, who's a sports writer in town, who's awesome, Mm -hmm. he says a thing, you know, he commonly comes back to the idea of, like, never forget that being a fan of something is from fanaticism, which is, like, there's an insanity to it, you know? Like, there's something... You've detached something from yourself that you're kind of, like, you know, willfully... I think about fandom sometimes as, like, kind of... And this is so telling probably, but it's a kind of faith, right? You're giving a, you know, you're giving your faith, faith over to somebody that you're gonna, that because they are giving you something that you will get feeling, you know, you will get feelings out of it. I didn't know if I was gonna love Yay when when it came out. I mean, I didn't know, you know, we don't know what the album title is, you don't know the song name, we don't know, we don't know anything about it. Nothing, I don't know. Yeah. The first time I listened to Yeezus on a lunch break, you know, the thing, I'm like, you know, I was as overwhelmed or like thrown to the side as anybody. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this, you know, I don't know. And Thought About Killing You comes on, and as I said, I started weeping. I was like, or fighting it, or pretending I wasn't. Even though I was just by myself, sitting in the living room, TV on, like, crazy person. Like, I'm a pretty well-adjusted person. like, it. But it's because, and it wasn't that I was like, oh, my God, music. It wasn't the Beatles, you know what I mean? It wasn't the fact that it was that. It was that, you know, I felt like I was right. You know, I felt like, you know... <laughs> I don't know, I don't, I don't fuck with his Trump cosign. I don't think that it's responsible. I don't think that it's okay. But I don't think that his point is what people seem to have settled on who his point is. I don't know personally that I need to remove, that my feelings about somebody else's feelings mean I need to cancel them and not have them around. Now, some of that's my privilege, right? It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't offend me. It doesn't threaten me in the same way that it might threaten another person. So I can't speak for them. And I don't wanna, while I would, you know, while I would be like, yo, you should listen to this album, because it's great. And it's about the thing, it's about the very things, the very disappointments that he is inspiring in people are a component to this album which to me begs, begs the question so why did he do those things well did he do those things because he knew what the album was going to be he didn't know the lyrics but he knew what he
0: wa- he knew where he wanted to be at the end of this album and, and he kind of just needed the inspiration and the fuel power to get there really he
1: had to make him unlike you and He had yeah. to and and he did it in a way that was reckless and probably cost him fans for life you mm-hmm. know and that but you know, he gave an interview. I think with uh, I think it was with Sean Fennessy in the source, like you know, around I don't know graduation or something. And he, he's like very clear about it. He's like, I would rather have two thousand fans than two hundred thousand fans. You know, like there's a basically like there he has that somewhere in him, and uh, you know I don't know. Again, I think it's a shame, and I think that, and I think it's when I say it's a shame, I don't mean that it's a shame that people have rendered their judgments and they're good. They don't need to listen to them. It's not, I don't think that's a shame. That's fine. That's fair. I just think that it's, um, I think it, you know, and that was my other thing is I was like, you know, the only thing, the only thing similar to like putting out maybe, maybe, and you know, Eric, this is where I'm at with things and this is what you already knew about me, but you know, maybe the album of his career and having, audience not ready to listen, it'd almost be like scoring 51 points in in a finals game (laughs) and and losing. losing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Now, that's that's a comparison. That's a comparison. And they they still, numbers are still on the boards, though. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, it's still, you know, like, you know, and again, so anyway, I felt very overwhelmed in that song because I just felt like it was, you know, again, it was a runaway and that, you know, and it's going through it and you're hearing the tones that he's hitting on the album and it's very reflective, you know, it's very reflective, It's got, you know, in that tight, you can certainly see why he wanted to do all the good albums on seven because he knew, I I don't, he probably, I'm sure there are Lucy's or other ones that got set, but he knew that he, he had about seven tones he wanted to hit in that album. And I think that part of why, you know, I was going, I never really totally bought the thing of Pablo was too bloated. You know, I would say Silver Surfer, you know, uh, Intermission was like, uh, Unnecessary. But I was like, I don't know, I like waves, you know what I mean like yeah, no, I like thirty I think, hours I was yeah. Like, you pa- pa- know, pa- Saint Pablo, effect, yeah St Pablo should have been on the album because it was great because song, it yeah. would have it would have uh, it should have been on the album initially because it would have obscured some of those critiques of like yo Kanye, do you remember when you rapped you know um but also like innovated in sonic landscapes yeah um but you know, I never thought. It was so, I didn't, you know, I always like more. You know what I mean? I'm always, but I was really impressed, you know, on Ye, where I felt like, no, this song does the, you know, this song does this.
0: So you think him sl- sticking to Seven? Because I, I know there's, for me, I, I know with like the Push It To You album, for example, I thought Seven was perfect for what he was trying to accomplish for, for Ye. I think I mean I, I I still appreciate the concept of doing of doing that, but yeah, he's the kind of album where he, he does cover a lot of themes in terms of of course like, like the whole, you know, mentally how he's feeling. He has the moments of braggadocio. He has the the family, the the mm-hmm. the, the, the daughter, like the outtro. Yeah, the outros is about like his daughter. They have like, the song, song, pretty much song about like him. Like you, yeah. you have a lot of family moments, but at the same time, I think a lot of people like what their instant reactions were were the fact that they didn't feel they got the. Bars. Ex- well, not the bars, but, like, the explanation, like, the clarification for his actions. And I think I'm kind of 50-50 on that. And I'm, like, for you, like, so you thought Seven was 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 good that he stuck, stuck with Seven, or would you appreciate it more for him to cover more ground?
1: I don't, um, you know, this will be, this sound however it sounds, but... yeah. I try not to, you know, so I did critique, I did like a lot of critique in comic books for a long time, right? You know, yep. a lot of like review the comic of the week thing, you know, and you get a lot of comments. This is like a million years ago and the, you know, the internet was different, was the same, but different. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of things of like, yo, Spider-Man wouldn't have done that you know what I mean like what I didn't like about this issue was that Spider-Man did some shit that he wouldn't have done I really tried not to I tried not to bring my expectations to my response to a work because I don't think that it's like Mm -hmm. as little as possible at least right you know I want the thing but what I'm buying is not my version it's not what I want from your or like a live show you know what I mean like you know are there songs that you have your favorite songs you know of any artists that you want to hear sure but if you leave that show and you don't hear that song being disappointed to me is like I mean I'm not saying it's not a natural reaction like you know, you're putting yourself at the front of the car- uh, uh, cart there. You know where it's like it's it ain't really about you. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not you know. So I felt like, you know. So for me, I didn't really. I mean, when the album ended, you know, and they, you know, I was shocked. You know, I was certainly like, the oh Kim- my god, the- this the- could be the halfway mark. The Nicki could be it off. <laughs> yeah. It's like it now. The you know, good news if you're a fan of Kanye West music is that you know that there's another album coming out in a week. We're that's we're maybe we're that this. that's probably it could be better. <laughs> well, it might be. I, I'm not going to say for me personally that I expect that it would be better or not. as I would say that those Kanye and Kid Cudi make magic. Right. You know, I think yeah, that
0: their chemistry, the, the thing about that, that I'm most excited about for me is not only, of course, their, their chemistry, which is very evident, but the fact that conceptually and the time and thought put into this extends back. We know totally, for a fact totally. it extends back to like the summer and yep. the fall and they spent time, they went to like Japan. They went, they, they really put a and lot Scott of... Scott has like, hooks,
1: man. Like that dude, you know, exactly. that
0: that dude... I think that there's something telling about the way that those guys work
1: together where yeah. it's, oh, the psychic relief, even on, like, Guilt Trip, right? Like, Guilt Trip's low-key, maybe my low-key, favorite song yeah. on that album, you that know? Song, like His yeah. hook is ridiculous. Song, right? And, I mean, on Ghost Town, it's, you know, Ghost Town, Father Shuts My Hands. What are all those songs about? They're about relief, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, I mean— Cuddy went into rehab you know went into dealt with his sorry went, into, went to deal with his mental health before Kanye he did which you know if if you wanted to be unkind to Kanye you could be like he stays chasing <laughs> Cuddy's vibes, <laughs> you know but um
0: that but, was something I hadn't thought about yet which is kind of funny I mean, funny. <laughs> I mean
1: if I'm honest if I want to get really dark intele- intellectual dark web on it I'd be like yo I don't even know if Kanye has mental health issues or if he just knows <laughs> like if he watched Cuddy and he's like oh you know what that's a, actually an interesting tone of the thi- like, I part of there is a part of me that now, and this is the thing about like my Kanye West fandom, right? Like I'm saying all this shit, and obviously you know one can tell that like I think about Kanye a lot. I like some could say I extend him a lot of leeway. I like you know I go to great lengths to you could, one could say I go to great lengths to justify something, right? I don't know. I do that with people all the time. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that that's to me that's not a great sin. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I just think that it's like. I'm just always curious, you know, but anyway, I said, all that said, you know, I, you know, uh, I know a lot about Kanye's creative process and the people that have, you know, previous t- camps that are like, you know, I mean, we'll, it'll probably be too much time, but like, you know, rhyme fest, right. And the Donna's house and all yeah, that stuff. That's a it's like, thing. I mean, it's fun. I think that again, to our point about, again, wanting to bring value to things, but also sort of the uh, static around the way that we're around this, un, this, like, is I think it's a little dangerous to get too, I think it's dangerous for us all to be, like, too, not dangerous It's the wrong way to put it, but to be too certain about what we're capping for, you know, what we're capping and caping for here. It's just, like, it's not, we don't know what we don't know, you know? Like, we don't know what we don't know. But anyway, I would say I know all the things about Kanye West's, like, whether it's ghostwriter things or fucking producer, you know, yeah, or ghost producers or whatever. High, whatever. Yeah, there's people, I mean, there's a lot the list, of people, yeah. but, but the thing is, all I know is pro- the end product. Well, I know for sure is that the end products are masterful and that there's, you know, it's, uh, well, to me, you know, I masterful for me and that, you know, authorship comes in a lot of ways, you know? And again, I mean, I said it earlier. I think what that guy does well does best. And again, uh, and this is so insufferable, but this is actually really how I feel. I feel like Kanye can see a thing of good and you know, and things. I think that you know what it, I think he has an eye as an artist. I think that that's what he does, right? Like, did he do? You know, he didn't invent Virgil. You know what I mean? But like, you know, Virgil is Vir, you know, Virgil Abloh is like obviously an incredible you know, aestheticist and all these things. But he knew to bring him in, you know. But he 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 he. he saw what it was, you know, he saw that guy's genius and incorporated into his work. He sees, you know, a kid, you know, a hungry kid, Big Sean, you know, like, that's, that's got, that is clever, you know, clever and relatable and these things, and he brings him on to writing sessions, you know, and he gets some hits out of that kid, you know, hits out of that kid that are anthemic- you know, and when I say gets kids out of, I mean, again, there's a lot of talk about is just being a siph you know, are you a vampire? Are you a leech? Is it this and that? It's like, well, you know, if we want to be unkind, we can say all kinds of things about the way every about everybody's process and everybody's things. But but isn't another read of that that somebody that has the ability to command all this signal, like looks for way looks for what people do well. And if they look and if a person's Default is to look for it what somebody does well in everything. Doesn't that mean that they would even see things that people do well in the darkest places? is it wouldn't that mean that they even see something? You know that there's something um, trenchant about you know, or not you know something even in the devil. You know, and it, and isn't that? Word? Isn't that a worthy artistic tone? Isn't that something? That, isn't that admirable in a way? I mean, for me, and again, I don't know. I can't speak for other people, but you know, again, I think I reflect on my own relationships with people that I have really strong disagreements with, and they, and it's like. You know, what it was kind of, again, we want to talk about 400 years. It was an awful statement. MAGA hat, awful statement. These aren't the only things that Kanye talked about in his press run, right? He talked about, that, melon, that man said the word love a lot of times. And, you know, he, and I don't think he was just saying that. I think that Kanye West loves people. I think, I mean, he tried to dead the Pusha T Drake beef on saying, just, just say that, yeah, I yeah. love, well, even on bars, even on, you know, even, uh, uh, might not. He's like, I love, he basically says, I love Drake. I'm not going to take shooters at my next door neighbor. Calm down. You light skin. You know what I mean? Like he's, you know, excuse me as an extremely light skinned person as the, among the lightest of skinned persons. Um, no, but you know, I don't doubt that Kanye loves Drake. You know what I mean? Cause he's, cause Drake's excellent at what he does. I doubt Drake loves Kanye. Cause I don't think Drake loves anybody but himself. You know what I mean? Like, you know, including, including his newborn child. You are hiding a child. <laughs> You are rolling out your child with your product? You fucking fraud. You make excellent hits and I love quoting your shit with the boys, you know, but there's no center to your work and Kanye West is, bleeds for his art and try, and he is willing to take all, I mean, you know, what's his first Rolling Stone cover? You know, Jesus, it's him as Jesus bleeding from the head, you know, bleeding from the head with the, you know, with the uh, thorned crown, you know. (laughs) that's insane, that's an insane thing for a person to do, but it's definitely what he's going for, he is definitely seeking this one of my other thoughts during the uh, during the whole tragic run up, is that, you know I think Kanye might be addicted to scorn I think he might be, I mean I think that, because I think that he feels like there's something revealing in that right, like there's something that's um, you know uh there's something to draw out of, you know, there's something to draw out of that, of value, in how you see the world, as opposed to just seeing praise, you know, and just seeking it in all these ways. Right. Anyway, what I, I had to think, say was I nothing, because I would
0: never say any of these the, things, the Drake, Drake shots are very the, the, restrained. The Drake shots are by far probably the funniest part of this whole thing, <laughs> which I wasn't necessarily expecting. Wow. Well, That's how it goes, though. You know. But yeah, no, I mean, just kind of like, 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 somewhat more like final thoughts. I think, well, I, I think, yeah, like what everything leading up to this and what what the album brought I definitely think it's for someone who definitely went through these things that were very real in terms mm-hmm. of you know all, all the pressures that he was feeling and you know with their, all of his different endeavors right and then to to after hearing this to me it's like it's a it's a moment of clarity and a moment of honesty for people for, for from someone that his version of clarity is in the expression is different than most right yeah absolutely that's the way that that I see it and you know, people are going are gonna, to are gonna say what, what they say, but overall, the fact that he's able to... The way he, he, he captures these, these moments and the way he captures these attentions with so many different layers, right? Like, I'm sure people who listen to this are going to, you know, learn a lot about kind of, like, the, the, the backstory, you know, kind mm-hmm. of the backstories and really the, the greater thought and then the process behind it. But I think, ultimately, as much as people sometimes don't want to admit it, right? And, you know, of course, like, he even says, like, you know, you have to be careful who you call crazy, right? It's right. like, yeah. there is... there's a, there's a lot to learn. Context is always is always key, but I think Kanye, the, what in you know, there are a lot of artists who have reached his level. You know, he's not just his age, but like just the fact you know, with all that he's been through, he still is really enamored and is really part of the of the pulse, what, what's happening.
1: And I think a lot of times he's like he's I I think also like Maggie yeah right like in that yeah. that idea. I think one thing that Kanye West definitely is is he's hugely reflective of his society. Even in our worst, you know, like I think that, you know, when we shit on Kanye's narcissism, it's deflection from our own uh, evolving and growing relationship with, uh, you know, staring at into a mirror all day and wondering why we feel so lonely, right? Like staring into the mirror of our phone all day and wondering why, you know, so I think that there's, you know, I, I think that I was impressed by Ye that it, dealt in something you know that it engaged those and i thought and to me in my ears it did it in a way that was uh less there was less of a veil than on previous projects and i think that it was you know yeah he doesn't say here's what he doesn't you know what he doesn't say he says here's what me and my artist friend denim tears thought we should do you know thought we should do to like bring uh a new you know try to figure out a new way to talk about politics in 2018 because the way we're doing shit's not working right I don't think it's that. I don't think that the album um says that though in that way. I do think it indicates that. I think it um I think that it uh it's certainly I mean, you know, it trivializes it because trivializing things is what Kanye does. But like, okay, like I think that one of the this, you know, my last hot Kanye hot take, right? There's uh <laughs> one of the you know Inevitable kanye Right But you know He had to have a Me Too He had to have a Not just a Me Too line On the album He had to like You know Get into Me Too Right uh-huh. You know He's got You know Russell Simmons Say you gonna pray for Me Too pr- Pray for him too What's that You know I you know Pray for him Cause he got Me too Think of how that could be Me Too You know That's So you know I saw a read of that That's like Wow! Look at Kanye missing the point. Defending. Look at Kanye like, yeah. missing the point again, and it's like you know, just like saying that you know the way that um, that violent crimes is like, oh, well, I have a you know, it's only I have a daughter feminism. I'm sorry. I think that that reading is wrong. I think that that's an inc- to me. I think that is incorrect in terms of both its intention and execution because I think me personally, as again you know, single white single guy that's like this age, you know, in a Me Too, era, you know, in this in this moment of bringing accountability to. Uh, you know and in light to these dark things I think that any man um and you know anybody that's you know sort of in the fray or whatever that's not reflective of their own you know not exposure like oh waiting for the shooter to drop more like you're actually inspecting your behavior and your and your what the things you accept if you're just like I'm good you know if you're in this moment and you're like I never did anything to anybody. I'm good. Then you're, then you're doing it wrong because you're not actually engaging in the critical heart of the things. I think when on that, I mean, the Russell Simmons letter to him is like, yo, don't co-sign Trump. Russell Simmons has bad stories. And I think, you know, a bad history by all, you know, uh, uh, reportedly. And, um, and I think that I don't know that Kanye saying, think of how that could be me too, is Kanye saying, yo, I've done a lot of dirt. I think it's more like, yo, that's actually the human, the way to think about it, like that's the right way for everybody to think. And the same was with, you know, on Violent Crimes when he's talking presumably, presumably about uh, Nori and Shai or whatever, you know, that they're like, um, that it's, everybody's like, oh, well, not everybody, but I've seen readings that are like, geez, he's really just saying the worst kind of feminism, which is as a father of daughters. Okay, fair. That, I mean, that's one read on it. But on the other hand, you know why people say that a lot of times? is because there's a common thing that happens to people that makes them see things differently. Is Kanye actually saying that he wasn't a feminist till his daughter was born? I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems that, I mean, you could say that it's a lot of misogyny in his work, but I don't know that that's actually, like, the takeaway there. Is he saying, but is he saying is that uh the palette that you can talk about sort of the um you know the critic that that critical thought and I just thought that th- ending the album on that note So, so familiar to bound to, but so, but also progressed beyond it. You know, one of the smartest readings of Jesus, what is it? It It's like, it was the might've been the Lou Reed review or somebody's, but that is like, it was the thrash. No, it wasn't. But it was like the last thrashes of a, you know, of a single man before he becomes a father, you know, before he becomes a father. It's like, he's so engaging in that. Darkness, you know, right. and um, and anyway, yeah, I don't know. I really love the album. Um, I think it's cool, but you know, mileage varies for people. It's
0: true. Fuck Drake, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's, a, that's a perfect way to end it off. Even though I don't <laughs> 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 necessarily, I love Drake. I love Drake. You know, I just we can the the whole beef is a whole other story. But man. Yo, thank you thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Eric. I'm really glad to be here. I didn't have any thoughts on this matter at all, though. You, none, got,
1: you got the wrong guy, none. You know I mean? This is by this far
0: is, the, long, <laughs> the yeah, longest yeah, podcast yeah. I've had yet, but yo, know, for people again, I think it, it, the, the 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 conversation warrants that warrants that level of of, of layers and really thinking about things in, in in multiple levels because that's the kind of music and that's the kind of art he creates especially during during these times. Now, I think that's what he prides himself on. Everybody feels and, away. Everyone feels away, but but, all right. Thank you again. This is a different version of of Bridge the Gap. No no episode number, but just a conversation, Bar lists. <laughs> yeah, just just a conversation with like I said, well, when things happen, when when big things happen, we're, I'm definitely gonna get more different creative people from from the city just to just to talk and have a forum to express their opinion. Because again, with on, doing it on, on Twitter isn't isn't the same as having a conversation like this and really kind of hitting different, like I said, getting into the, into the context of things and just really breaking it down in, in a point where, not just for instant reactions, but to really think about things more more thoughtfully. So thank you everyone for listening. We got love. Brandon, <laughs> we, we got low Thank you again to Brendan, my guy, and uh, we'll see you guys later. Frightening find help Sometimes I scare myself Myself
1: Freaking, tweaking off that 2CB, huh? Is he going make it TPD, huh? Thought I was gon' run, DMC, huh? I done died and lived again on DMT, huh?